Welcome to this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast, hosted by me, Christina Simmons, your guide for this online retreat designed to help you become the saint God created you to be, especially during this Lenten and Easter season. This retreat will consist of material from the spiritual classic, 12 Steps to Holiness and Salvation, that contains the wisdom of St. Alphonsus Liguori, as well as a brief reflection and a daily resolution that is designed to help you incorporate and live out that wisdom in your daily life. So join with me now as we take the next step on the road towards holiness. Hello and welcome to day 74. We begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask that you open our hearts and minds so that we may hear your voice and be given the courage to act upon it throughout this day. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today is the last section of chapter 10, Recollection, and St. Alphonsus is going to speak to us about how to walk in God's presence. So let's get to it. Now, a good means of walking in God's presence is to paint our Lord as present with us wherever we may happen to be. We may think of him at times as a little babe in the crib of Bethlehem, as a poor exile on his way to Egypt, as an apprentice in the workshop of Nazareth, a man of sorrows who was condemned a criminal to suffer and die, and as scourged and crowned and crucified. St. Therese praised this practice very much. It is necessary to observe, however, that in this pious exercise, we must avoid all straining of the imagination, which is apt to be very fatiguing and might possibly be injurious. Another and better means of walking in the presence of God is based on the truths of holy faith. It consists in seeing God with the eyes of faith and being thoroughly persuaded that he is present and a witness of our actions. It matters not that we are unable to see him with our bodily eyes. We cannot see the air around us, and we never doubt for a moment that it exists, and that without it we could not possibly live. We do not see God, but faith tells us he is everywhere present. The Apostle St. Paul says, In him we live and move and are. Acts chapter 17 verse 28. This is an easy practice and is not tiring to the mind. It is sufficient to make little acts of faith such as the following. My God, I firmly believe that thou art here present. With this may be joined acts of love, of conformity, and of good intention. Still another beautiful practice is that of seeing God in his creatures. The beauties of nature, such as the rising and setting of the sun, a magnificent landscape, a majestic river, and a garden of beautiful flowers, are so many reflexes of the beauty of the Creator. The thought of a learned or handsome or holy man can lead us to admire the wisdom and beauty and sanctity of God, and return him thanks for permitting his creatures to share in his holy attributes. The most perfect method, however, of keeping alive the thought of God's presence consists in beholding God within our very selves. It is not necessary to ascend to heaven to find the Lord God. We need only to recollect ourselves 
and we shall find him within us. He who, at prayer, pictures the Lord at a great distance from him, is preparing for himself a source of abundant distractions. St. Teresa says, I never really knew what it meant to pray well until the Lord himself taught me the proper way to converse with him. I entered within my very self and found this practice exceedingly profitable for my soul. God is within us in a different manner from what he is in other creatures. In us, he dwells as the Lord in his temple and in his house. Know you not, says St. Paul, that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. And our divine Savior himself has said, If anyone love me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our abode with him. John chapter 14, verse 23. Endeavor, therefore, to reanimate your faith in this consoling truth. Humble yourself profoundly before so exalted a majesty who deigns to dwell within you. Excite yourself to frequent acts of confidence, of oblation, and of love toward the boundless goodness of God. St. Catherine of Siena tells us that she built a little cell in the innermost part of her soul. There she entertained herself in loving converse with her God. Once, when speaking of this presence of God in our heart, St. Teresa said, Those who would draw into the little heaven of their soul, where he who created them is enthroned, can be certain that in a brief space of time they will have advanced far on the road to perfection. The happiness of the elect in heaven consists in seeing and loving God. Our happiness here on earth must likewise consist in loving and seeing our Lord, not indeed face to face, as the saints and angels do, but by means of the light of faith. Thus we begin in this valley of tears, this earthly exile, the life of the blessed in heaven, a life of endless joy in the fruition of the vision of God. And thus ends St. Alphonsus's chapter on recollection. So a couple of things he speaks about several ways that we might be able to walk in God's presence. And one of the first that he brings up is bringing to mind scenes of Jesus, either, you know, for example, as a babe in Bethlehem or as an exile in Egypt or, you know, working in Nazareth, etc. And, you know, he brings out, this is good, but it can be fatiguing. And for any of you who have tried to do this, uh, imaginative prayer, Yes, it can be draining because it's hard to keep focused. Another way, he said, is to use holy faith. And we see God with the eyes of faith and we persuade ourselves more than God, of course, because God is present. But we're thoroughly persuaded that he's present and a witness of our actions. And this is what our last section was talking about, is bearing in mind, you know, that great incentive is to remember God is present. Um, and then for us to be able to act accordingly. And this is a lot easier practice because it doesn't tire our minds out. So um, St. Alphonse suggests that we can just say, my God, I firmly believe that thou art here presence, present in order to be mindful of his presence. And then 
you know, I think this one is a very popular one, particularly in our world today. Definitely was for St. Francis of Assisi, of that practice of seeing God in his creatures, in his creation. Um, you know, the rising setting of the sun, that magnificent landscape or river, you know, the beautiful flowers um, that we might see. All of these are ways that we can then you know, remember our creator and give thanks to him for sharing with us all of his beautiful attributes. But the final one that he gives as a suggestion is the most perfect method, in which is keeping alive the thought of God's presence, in which we behold God in our very selves. I know this might seem daunting, this idea of going and entering our very self, um, and being able to then converse with God. But if we are mindful that the Lord dwells within us because we are holy temples, we have been baptized and therefore we have been consecrated. We have been set aside. This is what consecration is. Um, we've been set aside for our Lord. And so therefore, when we are mindful of this reality, we can just go to the innermost door the innermost, you know, place in our heart, and we can find God there. He's waiting for us. So we can just kind of set aside everything and go to, as St. Teresa describes it, this little heaven of their soul where God is enthroned. And this is, take some practice um, so that we become comfortable with it. But it's that whole idea that God is enthroned in our hearts. And when we turn towards him, and are intentional about being with him, then we will find him there. So what's our resolution? Well, I invite you to pick the type of method that one of the four that St. Alphonsus shares, uh, either keeping in mind, you know, Jesus in a particular scene of his life, um, or, uh, you know, expressing our faith that God is present, or seeing God and his creatures around us, or finally, going and spending time with him in our inmost hearts. So we begin with chapter 11 tomorrow on prayer. So very excited to do this. So know my continued prayers for each and every one of you, and God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you think others may benefit from listening, please be sure to share the podcast with others. Until next time, know my continued prayers that you be given whatever graces you need to do whatever it takes on the journey towards holiness so that together we can tell the master of death, not today. God bless.